Hey guys, so the last couple weeks have been absolute chaos, so I apologize for being inconsistent with the podcast. I actually have the second part of the interview with the police officer for you guys, but truth be told, my boyfriend accidentally stole my AirPods and I need them in order to edit the podcast. So I'm recording an episode for you today. This episode's not going to have any edits because, like I said, I don't have my AirPods. So this is just going to be a really raw unfiltered, unplanned episode. And I'm going to talk about things that I honestly like don't love about myself, things that like frustrate me about myself. And I think it's important to acknowledge those things because we obviously all have them. But I think when you can talk about them and acknowledge them, first of all, it's like, okay, these are the things I'm working on. These are the things I know about myself that maybe I do wish were different but learning to also accept those things about yourself and know that everybody has them, no matter who you are, you know, what, like, I mean, even celebrities, right? Like, they have things they don't like about themselves. And yeah, I just think that I kind of want to speak to those things. First of all, it's kind of therapeutic, but also, like, you're not alone if you have things that you don't like about yourself. So without further ado, there's five things that I kind of want to touch on. Um, Now, this last couple weeks, like I said, I've just been absolute chaos. I feel like I've gotten really behind in things. Clearly with this podcast, I feel like I've dropped the ball. I found out that I was, I'm going to be moving. I found out that my sister was coming to visit. There was a girl's trip that I had like kind of half planned with my friends and then some of them got work off. So I didn't want to disappoint anybody. So I made sure it happened and felt like, you know, I kind of had to take the reins, put it on my credit card. And it was just like, a lot of like chaotic things going on and truthfully I've been you know my mom actually told me that she was like when you have something that you feel like is kind of stressing you out like moving you go all in on that and have a hard time focusing on other things and it's so true and this is where I think I get behind in things because I'm like okay I want to tackle this problem I want to get it solved and move on but sometimes you can't do that, right? Sometimes it takes a little bit of time for those things to happen or manifest or there's, you know, hoops you have to jump through. So I really went all in on that. And like I said, my my sister hasn't been down to visit in like three years since she actually moved from California. So that was something that I was like, no brainer, she's absolutely coming. But, you know, then also in doing that, I don't think I set many boundaries for that visit. Uh, and like was drinking more than I, you know, would have maybe wanted to, was hung over for an entire day. And, and I just didn't plan right for it. And then, like I said, I went into this girl's trip and I've just been all over the place and I felt really stressed out. And I've just been doing a lot of reflecting, especially as this week has kind of started and I've been able to regroup. So yeah, without further ado, I'm going to kind of dive into these five things that I really pinned down that I'm trying to work on with myself that sometimes I get frustrated about. The first thing is social anxiety. And you know, it's funny. I don't like consider myself someone who has social anxiety, but I can become the most anxious version of myself when my social battery has become depleted. Now, having my sister here, obviously I'm not feeling like I'm draining that social battery with her per se, but you know, we hung out with friends. We were doing things. I felt like I had to be places at certain times. We went to a dinner and I was the common denominator between everybody. So I feel like I have to like facilitate conversation and I feel 
pressure to make sure everybody's enjoying themselves and it's worth the money they're spending to go out to dinner. And then we had gone out one night and we're out way later than expected. And there were just some things that happened that night where I was like, wow, I've outgrown this. <laughs> and I I just, that's not how I want to spend Monday night. And I, so I think that, you know, those things drained my battery. And I've been back and forth between my boyfriend's place trying to coordinate, you know, where we're going to move. And then my sister and I had gone over to his place. And I, I just, I think I've had to be in a lot of situations where I've just had to be on. And I'm somebody who spends nine months out of the year completely by myself traveling the U.S. So I'm really used to having a lot of alone time. And when I don't have that time to recharge and get all my shit done, I just start to feel extremely, extremely anxious. So the reason this kind of came up for me, especially as number one, I, like I said, went on this girl's trip this past weekend and there were just some things that I knew were kind of going on that was like upsetting me, not upsetting, but just like kind of just felt unnecessary and I just didn't have the energy to totally deal with it. And I also, okay, I have this weird thing and my mom actually has pointed this out before. I'm like not somebody who's ever like spending the night places, which is crazy because I spend the night in so many different hotels throughout the year, but like that still feels like my own home. But when I'm somewhere that I don't feel super familiar with, I don't feel like I can relax and reset and just like turn off and not have to be on. I hate it. Like when I spend the night at one of my friend's house in LA and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I can't drive tonight. I have to wait till the morning. Like I want to get out of there first thing. I just, I'm just, I'm just, I've always been like that since I was a little kid. I like to have people over at my house. I didn't like to go spend the night at other places. So I think that definitely factored into this weekend with my girlfriends and I felt a little trapped. I didn't even have my car there. And there were just kind of like some little like passive aggressive things that were going on and like no, no hate. I mean, we're all girls. We're all passive aggressive sometimes, but I just think that was kind of like annoying. And like some of my other friends had pointed it out to me and it was like, whatever. And then there was a day that I, we'd like been drinking, it was like 120 degrees and I was just so exhausted and had started to kind of sober up and was just chilling there. And I felt like I, because these were kind of all my friends that had congregated, I felt like I couldn't be on and was tired and needed a reset and couldn't keep going, especially with drinking. And then I felt like everybody was like disappointed or thinking I was upset or mad. And, and truthfully, I wasn't, I just, I was just tired and didn't have any kind of battery to handle being in a social situation. And then I get anxious. So I removed myself and I like went, I was like, I'm going to reset, take a nap. And then I, I felt like, oh my gosh, like, are they all thinking that I'm being a downer or I'm boring or are they upset? You know? And then I, like, I just get so in my head and so anxious. And then I like take a step away. And one of my girlfriends was like, dude, you are like, I get where you're coming from, but like, you're making this worse than it is. And I'm like, no, you're right. Like I can build things up in my head because I get anxious and I'm so critical of myself and I feel like I'm letting people down and that's when I just get that social anxiety and I I overthink myself into a situation that 
isn't really even there. And truthfully, you know, I don't know how they felt and I don't know if they expressed feelings with each other. Like, I mean, I don't know. And truthfully, I know that they all would still love me regardless. Like, so I just think that's one thing that for me, I'm always kind of managing is the social anxiety or feeling like people are misunderstanding me and having to make sure I get that adequate time to recharge and that, I don't know. I And I think that it's a balance I'm still learning, especially when I don't want to disappoint people or feel like I've made prior commitments. And then you know, even with like my text messages, I'll get texts and I'll even be in the middle of a conversation and then maybe I got a couple other texts and then I get, I just get overwhelmed and then I shut down and I, I can't respond. And it's the weirdest thing. And I, I do, I, I, I don't like it about myself sometimes. Like, why is it that big of a deal to just respond to a text message? So I think that when I get in that mode and that, that idea that I'm just not even idea, I'm when I'm just, my battery's depleted, it's hard for me to engage socially. And I think sometimes those actions come across rude and then I'm left feeling misunderstood because I'm not trying to be rude and I'm not mad. I just need time to myself to recharge. So yeah. And I even actually, there was one morning that I woke up and I like went to read my book and then, and I thought that I did it quietly enough to where I'd have like a good 20, 30 minutes to just chill. And then everybody woke up and I'm not somebody who wakes up and flies out of bed, like ready to go. I, I take a little bit to, to get there. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I think I'm I'm rude or mad, but I just, I need that time to myself to recharge, especially going into that weekend kind of on E. So that's, that's the first one, just kind of social anxiety and having a very easily depleted social battery that needs instant. My boyfriend was like, I, you just kind of, you need to like recharge. And I was like, no, not even recharge. Like I need to be put on airplane mode, <laughs> turned off, and then plugged in for like days on a power charger. Like that is where I'm at. But yeah, that's number one. Also, sorry if you can hear the planes or other noises. Again, I'm like not editing this episode. The second thing is procrastination when I'm stressed. And I think I've really felt that the last several weeks where, like I said, I've been dealing with other stuff. So then when I'm dealing with those other things, I'm putting the things that you know, other things I need to do off. And then I've put all those things off so much that I feel stressed out that I need to get to all of them. And then I feel like they all stack up and I don't know where to start. So I don't start. And that's something that I'm always, always, always working on because especially if that social battery is drained and I need to recharge, it's hard for me to think about doing those things. And then I also kind of have this stress when I need to rest and recharge where I feel guilty for not being productive, especially coming off of a week where my sister was here and then I was with friends. So I've been doing all these social things, not being super, you know, as tuned into work as I needed to be. So then now I'm feeling guilty because I haven't done as much work as I need to, but I do need to like sit and rest and recover, but then I feel guilty for it. So it's just this like vicious cycle. And truthfully, the only way to break it is by me acknowledging it and sucking it up and like doing those uncomfortable things and giving myself that rest time and then tackling those projects. And it's always the the biggest, most daunting ones that I want to do last, but you know, learning to do those things first. The third thing is not being able to say no when I need to. And I kind of touched on this with the social anxiety, but one thing I've been told by my friends you know, I don't have like a lot of 
issues or arguments with friends. I think in part because I'm friends with a lot of independent people where we're not constantly with each other. But one thing I have been told is that I can be flaky and I know that about myself because I know when that social battery is drained, it's really hard for me to turn on and be present with people and and to not overthink and to not become anxious or I, I don't know. I just like I need that alone time. So if I've made a plan, like sometimes I might bail on it or if I have work that comes up. So one thing I've really tried to be better about is sticking true to my word. And we had, you know, kind of made these like, like, loose plans to do this this girl's trip and then you know people really wanted to go and kept following up and asking about it and I didn't want to be that one person that made it fall through and that made me anxious so I felt like I really needed to follow through with it and I'm I'm glad I did like I enjoyed the time with them but also coming out of that weekend I'm looking at all these things that I need to get done that I should have also been probably doing this weekend or just like really resting and resetting so I think that learning to say no even when it is uncomfortable or maybe I am letting people down that's something that I'm constantly battling with and I'm actually supposed to do something go out of town this weekend and I have so many work projects stacking up but then I'm like okay if I say no is somebody gonna interpret the reason wrong that idea of being misunderstood is so scary and and daunting to me that I'd almost rather go do the thing where I'm uncomfortable than say no, but then I show up to those things like this weekend where I'm not 100% myself because I haven't been recharged and then I'm almost like resentful to the situation, which isn't fair to anybody there because I did want to be with them and I was there, you know, I was with some of my closest friends, like what could be better? So that's one thing I'm always working on is being able to say no and owning your own business. You have to say no a lot. And even if it's just, for financial reasons, like I need to be putting money towards things for my business, you know, maybe hiring another person or, you know, whatever it is, like taking the next step in a different direction with things. So that is one thing I don't love about myself is that sometimes I tend to not say no or to set boundaries where I need to for myself for fear of what other people are going to think or misinterpret. The fourth thing is as I'm sitting here talking about things I don't like about myself, um, being so critical of myself. Now I'm doing this podcast because I mean, I'm just being honest. And I think acknowledging these things does help you ultimately like learn to accept them about yourself and work on them. But sometimes I can be so, so, so critical, which leads to that overthinking and anxiety. And I just hold myself sometimes to these insane standards of perfection. And no one else holds me to those standards. And there's actually um, this book, The Mountain Is You, where they talk about like you perceive yourself basically with like a lot more importance than other people do. Like other people are worried about themselves and how they appear and you're the one placing obstacles where maybe they're not actually there, but you are kind of creating them. And I definitely do that. Like I hold myself to these crazy standards and and don't forgive myself for things. And then I feel like I have to explain my actions to other people because I feel guilty about it within myself because I hold myself to really high standards. Again, like just (laughs) all connected, so circular. But, you know, one thing for me that I hold myself to a standard of is seeing, you know, some of my other friends who maybe have a job that they can, you know, clock in, clock out of, or, you know, where they've really settled into their career or friends that maybe have more, you know, extra funds, whether it's because of 
you know, family or just their job right now and where they're at in their career, being able to do all these fun social things that I don't feel like I, like I can, I can do without feeling guilty for. And I don't have as much time to dedicate to say my friends because I have projects for my business that can run all through the night and and I could work 24/7, you know, and not that that's healthy by any means, but that's where my focus is right now and I think that I'm critical of myself if I don't feel like I'm doing enough with my friends. Like, you know, going on enough girls trips or going on enough dinner things because I feel like there's that standard that I'm trying to hold myself to that may not be applicable to me. And that's just kind of like one example of like these standards that I hold myself to and even just in interactions with people, you know, and trying to make sure that I'm always understood or that people don't misinterpret what I'm saying. And, and like, it's okay. And it's also okay to be off and it's okay to make a passive aggressive comment every now and again. And we all slip and gossip. Like, I just think that those are normal parts of life that, I mean, everybody's always working on, but I just get so down on myself for doing them. The last thing is, and I guess it kind of all goes in conjunction with this, but I guess just caring too much what other people think and like not the right people, but rather the wrong people. And I think a good differentiation between the two is would you let this person, you know, really give you advice? Like, do you want to emulate the life they have and the qualities they have? Because sometimes we turn to people to look for, you know, okay, what are they thinking about XYZ? But they're people that are doing things that we don't really want to emulate. So I think learning to only look to the people who you do want to emulate, who have those qualities or those things that they're doing in life that you want to start to mirror or be more like, those are the people that get to have a say. And another thing that's kind of contributed to, you know, a kind of wonky several weeks has been just getting a lot of hate on social media because our channels have really blown up in the last like month and a half. And I, I mean, I've got comments like your head should be slayed off your shoulders or your eyes look like, your eyes look like you're 15, your forehead looks like you're 50. <laughs> like, like those ones truly don't bu- bug me. I'm like, okay, that's like an unwell person. Like, wish you the best. Sometimes I'll like say with the um, forehead one, I was like, well, do you want to pay for my first Botox appointment? Like those ones don't bug me. The ones that do bug me are when people are talking about my credibility or my training or my experience and and don't know everything I've done. And that's when I start to feel defensive or, you know, just coming at me because I, I'm a young woman speaking to safety and self-defense. I don't look like your ex-Navy SEAL or retired police sergeant. Like, that's not my path, but that's also, you know... My experience is also what makes my business successful because of who I can relate to and and i've I've been in the shoes of the people that I want to help, you know, those women who are independent and want to go out and do things and maybe sometimes like push boundaries of what we're quote unquote supposed to do to be safe and might want to travel alone or go for a run at nighttime. you know, so it's like I, like those are the people I relate to. I'm not. I'm not that ex-Navy SEAL guy and he can relate to a way different audience than than I can. So I think when people come for my credibility, I definitely, I get in my head and I, and I, I sometimes have to kind of sit with those things. And the hard thing is that these people, like, 
number one, either don't know the full story and they are just unhappy in themselves or if I'm worried about what somebody I know thinks who maybe doesn't get to have a say, they're probably people who I don't really want to emulate or who we don't, you know, agree on fundamental things or they're allowed to have their opinion, but like, why do I give a shit if I know and I'm confident in myself? And I wouldn't say that's something that just regularly bugs me, but I do think that sometimes I can tend to overthink if I think somebody's misinterpreted me or my intentions or what I've said. And again, that goes back to that, I guess, social anxiety and then procrastinating and not being able to say no because I want people to understand me. And then I'm critical when I do all those things. So it's just kind of this weird, vicious cycle between the five of them. And I think acknowledging the areas that we don't always love about ourselves is the only way that we're going to learn how to work on them or better them and ultimately accept that those are just pieces of us. Like, you know, if I've had people in my life that have been like, well, you know, you just overthink and it's like, okay, but I don't want that to be such a negative, right? Overthinking is also what's made my business so successful. I can go into a class and I can tell when I start to lose people. So I'm like, okay, let's talk that out. Let's flesh it out. What else can I do? That's actually where you know, I put somebody in a chokehold at the beginning of the class. And that's where I learned to do that. Cause I'm like, okay, after they listen to me talk for a bit, they need something to bring them back. And that's been one of the coolest, most fun parts of the class. So overthinking is what's also made my business successful, but it can be detrimental in interpersonal relationships or when you are prone to being more critical of yourself and caring about being understood. So it's just learning how to let go of you know, still keeping the kind of that overthinking, but channeling it in positive ways and letting go of the overthinking and the fear of being misunderstood, if that makes sense. So I basically, when it comes down to it, you know, I think we all struggle with these kinds of things. And again, it doesn't matter how much therapy you go through or how many self-help books you read, like you are always going to have shit you're struggling through and don't like about yourself. And it's a normal part of life. I just think it's important for everybody to know that they're not alone in those things, even when people look like they might have it all together, like we're all struggling, but it's also like, just because you have those things you don't like and you struggle with doesn't mean that you yourself are struggling, if that makes sense. So just to kind of recap for me, the things that sometimes I, I get down on myself are with are social anxiety, procrastinating when I'm stressed, not being able to say no when I know that I need to being critical of myself and caring too much what the wrong people are thinking of me. I hope that this maybe was helpful and showed you you're not alone with certain things. Maybe this gave you perspective into things that you think or feel. It's okay to not like things about yourself. You just have to learn to accept them so we can work on them. And again, channeling some of those things like the social anxiety or, you know, overthinking, channeling them positively and just starting to learn who you are and being okay with that because ultimately I think a lot of these things that I just even listed off come down to learning to accept those things in yourself and knowing who you are and knowing your own limits and boundaries and when you need to reset or recharge and the more you do that the more you don't start to care what other people think or you become a lot more okay with people misunderstanding where you're coming from because you realize that that's more of a them thing and if they cared to understand they would. So that is how we are going to conclude this episode. Thank you guys. We are going to be back on Thursday. I'm hoping to get my AirPods back with that second part of the interview with the police officer. I know it's been long awaited. Um, 
actually, wait, scratch that. Sorry. We're heading into our crazy season. So we've actually decided to drop it to one episode a week. So that will be launched next Tuesday. So now episodes will come out every single Tuesday, no more on Thursday. I want to make sure I can stay consistent and also keep this going, hopefully, when I start traveling. So like I said, the part two with the officer will come out next Tuesday. The following Tuesday, I did an interview um, with Karina Ropo. I don't know if you guys watched it and related, but she was on that show and I actually went to high school with her and her brother who were both on it. So she kind of speaks to reality TV and, you know, her life just kind of moving out of a small town that we were from into LA and the heart of it, things she's gotten to do, her career different things she's had to work through being more in the spotlight. So it's a really awesome episode. I'm excited for you guys to hear it. So that is going to be not next Tuesday, but the next Tuesday. And as always, if you guys have things you would like to hear on the podcast, please, please, please let me know. I'm getting some of my friends on to talk about different topics, which I'm super excited about. But yeah, thank you guys for hanging with me through this episode. It was a little therapeutic for me, so I appreciate it. Um, And if this was helpful or if you just want to share any of the podcast episodes with people you know, that would be greatly appreciated. And please make sure to rate and review this podcast as well. I appreciate you guys. I will see you next week.